0: Hey everybody, this is Brian Zane from Wrestling With Regret and The Standing Streamer, he's put me over, so now I'm putting him over with Putting You Over. Uh, This guy's called The Standing Streamer. with regrets you're watching putting you over how's it going everybody what's going on welcome to putting you over we're also gonna have gabby ortiz independent wrestler from stardom from women of honor you know the ring of honor uh female edition we're gonna have that going and uh we're gonna do the best we can so, sit back, relax, enjoy yourself tonight, don't be shy, say hi. Any questions that you have, feel free to ask, and uh, yeah, so we're good to go That's big huh? reactions who's the, oh here's here's gabby right now we'll We'll get back to that later don't worry we're we're not talking about you we're not don't it's, oh, no. it's fine we're not. We're going to start the show. I a
1: pajama party right now. You're in so. a
0: pajama party. I'm always in my pajamas. It's a, it's a COVID pajamas. COVID pajamas. Oh, I got to I got to fix the graphic so I have your correct Twitter up. Before I do that, hi Gabby. Can I call you Gabby? Hi. Yeah. Hi Gabby. I'm Kevin, I guess, or the standing streamer, whatever you want to call. Vanessa, you can hear Vanessa in the background. You guys can introduce yourselves to each other. Uh, I just want to run around and fix the graphic.
1: Both
0: yeah. And you how are you doing this evening, Gabby?
1: Good, good. How are you?
0: Oh, not too bad. It just, I have so much streaming combat
1: content going on right now. I'm having a hard time focusing on a couple of things. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> you got Slammiversary at UFC. A lot going on tonight. I know. I know. I'm not, I'm not even watching any of it. I'm watching Nailed It on Netflix with my friends. So <laughs> I'm being a bad wrestler. I'm not watching any wrestling. Well, that's why it's on it's on later. That's why there's on demand.
0: What's that? Yeah, that's true. Slam anniversary?
1: Oh, Slam anniversary the UFC is
0: on. Ah, nobody watches the UFC.
2: I have it on right now, okay? <laughs> so I watch UFC.
0: Um, welcome. First of all, welcome Gabby. Thanks for coming to the show. Uh Thanks you did not know me from from a hole in the wall, so I appreciate it. I I mm-hmm. So, it's phenomenal. And something I did learn, uh, that you're, 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 and I had to double check this before I introduced this information, but you're, you're the girlfriend of LSG, the Ace of Space, Mm -hmm. correct? Yep. That's by my calculations, let's see, it's 2012. It's been at least three plus years.
1: Yeah, we've actually, we started dating when I was. I started training in February of 2015. We were dating in June of 2015. So, so it's been like five years in a long time.
0: So, I mean, would you like to propose tonight on the show? Cause that'd be great.
1: Not tonight. we am going to make that a special moment. <laughs> ton-
0: you don't want, you don't want to do it on the show tonight. <laughs> I don't
1: have my, I don't have the ring. So.
0: No, no, geez. It's, no, <laughs> it's funny because I, I had to DM, I had to DM, uh, uh, lsg before the show to double check because i didn't know i was doing i was doing research on you for the show and you know years of podcasts that that people do they all vary and i was like oh man something might have happened i don't want to come on the show and they mention know. something about lsg and they're not together i would look like an ass not that i didn't yeah. look like an ass with the proposal comment. But I I had to reach out to LSG and he's like nope nope <laughs> we are
1: we're still together after all these years <laughs> we're,
0: we're still together uh, and it's he's just like,
1: got to the point where like we don't like po- like we used to post about each other all the time but like we've been together for so long it's like we're together it's, it's like and uh, who we, even cares anymore at this point
0: <laughs> yeah I uh, that's basically how me and my wife did things basically we were to get we were together for oh gosh good thing she's gone to bed um longer than you guys before we got engaged Mm -hmm. so i know exactly what you're talking about like you're just like whatever like this is what it is like this is it you know um (laughs) but so i had to get i have to get my notes up here so you you um you're you're a woman wrestler stardom woman of honor but you don't have any background in in sports you're not very athletic no offense uh your background is yeah is in theater Mm -hmm. so how do you go from a background in theater to wanting to wrestle
1: it's actually excuse me that's all right they're actually very kindred kind of thing yeah i agree I would I and I came in there with a leg up because a lot of athletes you know you have those superstar athletes that have the charisma and you know like Allen Iverson for example he's just like mm-hmm. I'm saying Allen Iverson I AI because I'm I'm from Philadelphia and he's the man and you know and that have just like the, that charisma that propels them to the superstardom and then you have a lot of athletes that are very like they try to make them that but they're just not that they're just athletes and they play really good sports, but they're not going to be that spokesperson for Gatorade or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and in wrestling, you have to be more of that charismatic person than, in, than even an athletic person because I feel like that stuff, if it was able to be taught to me, it could be taught to anybody. And my best friend who's here can attest to that because she knows I am not athletic. And I was never athletic. We played softball and I quit after like two, three weeks. So, so you know, um, if it's a, if if that athletic stuff's able to get taught to me, it could be taught to anybody. But there's something about charisma that is very difficult to teach. It's not impossible because I've seen it happen, but but it is difficult.
0: You you had me at Ellen Iverson. Um, I growing up, I played a lot of sports, so I was athletic growing up, and I played a lot of basketball. And I literally, I it might have even been earlier today, I had a Hoya's Iverson jersey on while I was out with the girls out back. And uh, you're right, man. It's just something about the way they carry themselves. Like, Iverson is a character. He is a character, personality, yeah. through the roof. Just through the roof.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, I, I definitely agree with the fact that... Uh, you don't. You don't have to be athletic to be a wrestler. Obviously, you you are a living example of that, based on what I heard, and uh, you know, a character. Uh, uh, you you know, building your character, theater, the way you compose, the way you can sell, all that stuff, goes together. So, um, you you late to the game. I, I I mean, I say late because a lot of kids a lot of uh not kids sorry a lot of independent wrestlers that I speak to say oh man yeah i had i was in love with wrestling at the age of 4 and i knew exactly mm-hmm. at the age of 4 that's what i wanted to do but not you yeah. you didn't come around no. till probably i think 19 years old i think it, yeah. it is the information i have here at 19 how does the passion and the love for wrestling Come about. So,
1: wrestling was always on in my house growing up um, with my dad and my brother. He had hamsters named China, Lita, <laughs> oh my John Like,
0: <laughs> who my did your father? Dead.
1: My my brother. Oh, your brother. My brother. My my dad had a Stone Cold Steve Austin like life size cutout in his office.
0: That's so, awesome.
1: <laughs> and he dressed up as the Undertaker like three times in a row for Halloween. So, <laughs> wrestling was always a part of my life, but it was something that like I watched in passing for a long time. Um, and then when I was about 18 years old, um, well, maybe a little bit younger, I started watching it a little bit more aggressively and and really getting super duper into it. And that's when I kind of like realized, oh, you know, AJ Lee, who I think was just about to leave wrestling. I had been watching her matches exclusively because she was, um, she's like my size yeah I've never yeah. five feet of fury professional... right there yeah so like i had never seen a female professional wrestler that looked like me before her and i was like oh man maybe i could do this and then uh, another thing i noticed i was like this is very theatrical yeah um in terms of tech technically with the with this with the stage which would be the ring lights there's music there's script there's Choreography basically. Yes, <laughs> so it's yes, like there is. I was like really I was really analyzing it and I was like, wait a minute, I've done this before. This is like this is so me. This is it. And um theater had just I had lost passion for it because I had done it basically uh gosh, since elementary school I've been doing theater and um my high school experience really depleted my passion for theater and acting. So that's when um professional wrestling sort of sparked my interest and i was like i could i could do this so then i did it
0: so <laughs> and you did it so i did it uh you you're you're 19 years old this is what you want to do you see it aj lee you're like i can do that um what in your right mind made you go to a wiki how page to learn how to how to become a wrestler <laughs>
1: Because I didn't know how to do it, (laughs) and that was like the first thing that comes up when you when you literally type how to be a pro wrestler. It's a wiki (laughs) page with these like really shitty. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're fine. You're fine. Swear all you want.
1: Um, these like really horrible animations (laughs) of these like of this like guy walking into a wrestling school. He's like, hi, I'm so and so. But the first step is literally like take up sports at a young age, and I was like, didn't do that. Fail. (laughs) (laughs) i already i already like completely failed step one and then um yeah but i just looked it up and then it said okay there's professional wrestling schools because honestly i was just curious about how it even happens because like it's not like i mean occasionally like i I know Gerald briscoe he goes to amateur wrestling competitions and he'll scout amateur wrestlers but for the most part that's not how professional wrestlers are found
0: especially women there was you know
1: yeah women never i mean very rarely I mean, now it's more of like the UFC girls and stuff that are scouted but or like the MMA girls. Um, So I just didn't even know there was professional wrestling schools. I kind of just thought that the WWE taught every single wrestler from scratch. And then I found out, oh no, there's, there's these awesome independent promotions that are sometimes based around schools that you can pay to go to. And that was basically my college experience going (laughs) to a wrestling school.
0: So you wouldn't suggest, like I have, I have three daughters, eleven, seven, and three. The eleven and seven-year-old love wrestling. They love to to watch because you know they're athletic. Moon salts, you know, flips, super kicks, all that type of stuff. My daughters are athletic. They do gymnastics, all that. Um, should I send them to a WikiHow page or just direct them to? to a school when they get to that age
1: Just direct them to a school i think you have a lot more knowledge than the people in my life so, <laughs> so you know like i asked my dad i was like how do people become wrestlers he's like if i know i don't, I don't know, know. know look uh, it up google it <laughs> i was like okay I guess, I guess i'll google it
0: was your was your family supportive when you came to them and said like look look this is what i want to do like were they behind you
1: yeah they were super behind me awesome. i'm very shocked um my dad was my dad was shocked he was like he knew that I had been super invested in watching professional wrestling at the time. And then when I told him I would contacted a wrestling school to do a tryout, he was like, he was a little shocked. He was like, are you sure you want to do that? It seems pretty difficult. You know, you've never played, you barely ever played a sport in your life. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like, let's let's just do it. Why not? And then he came with me to my tryout and filmed it. So I have, I have footage of my tryout and, um, He's been beside me ever since and as long as i had his support i didn't really care if i didn't have anyone else's but the rest of my family's been super
2: supportive i got very
1: lucky
0: that's a big family yeah awesome now this school that you you speak of danny cage's monster factory in new jersey correct Mm -hmm. yes yes um what were those initial days of training like those first bumps uh people's Uh, impressions of you I mean like you said you're 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 five foot nothing and 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 how what was that like what was that experience like
1: so Danny was a little bit reluctant to have me on as a student because of my size and my lack of you know sporting you know ability so he I told him about my theater background and that would that interested him he was like okay cool Mm-hmm. Um, you have that and he knew that I had a supportive family behind me because my dad was at my tryout and he decided you know to, to take me on as a student I had the money I literally paid him tuition my, my down payment of tuition upfront. I was like here you go because um, I was just ready to do it I was just head on with it Um, my first bump was a hip toss by Bill Wiles who was in ECW he gave me a hip toss as like literally the first bump I ever took and that sucked really bad. And then um, the first day of official training, X Pac was there, and he taught me how to lock up. He taught me a colorable
0: Colorable tie up from X Pac. Wow, you don't yeah. get much better than that.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It do, it really doesn't. Like no. when I when I told my dad that when I when he when he came and he he uh, he picked me up because I didn't have a car at the time, he was like, he was like, wait, he's in there right now. I was like, yeah, he's in there. <laughs> And I was like, you want to meet him? And my dad, so he's just like such a he's such a professional guy. He's like, no, no, he's probably, in, he's probably in the zone right now. I don't want to bother him. But, yeah, I mean, like, I think because of that first day, you know, I had someone like him teaching me just the first thing you're ever going to learn in wrestling. It was kind of – I was destined to sort of just take it on, take it head on.
0: Now, something I usually jot down with my notes, but for some reason I don't see it anywhere here, so shame on me. Uh, when was your first in-ring match, your quote-unquote debut? Obviously, you had matches uh within the Monster Factory, um, and you had you had an amazing promo, right? A, a promo I have that down here somewhere. Uh, a promo battle, very emotional, very real, uh, from the heart, and I I think that had a lot to do with your your theater background. Yeah. um And I, I suppose you can you can comment on that if you want as well. But well, when was your first in ring quote unquote official debut?
1: Sure. It was uh December sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. It took me like two years to get my first match because I'm not, not athletic.
0: But that's still so, not.
1: I felt like it was because there was people who came after me who were getting their matches, and I was like felt very behind and very like not. Worthy of being in the ring for a good while, um, it it almost got me to quit altogether because I was like, I'm never gonna get in the ring, like it's never gonna happen for me. And then um, when it finally did, and and I had the match, and the match, you know, it 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 went as good as the first match is gonna go. I was like, okay, you know, I got this, I can do this. <laughs> so yeah, it was it, fun. It was a fun match.
0: Um, you you were. You you felt like you wanted to quit?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I've never, I've resigned from things. I've never quit from anything before.
0: <laughs> you just, you just resigned? I
1: just, I just respectfully resigned, like with my theater and and a little bit of music that I did. I just quietly bowed out. But I've never been like I quit and then stormed out. So <laughs> I, I didn't want to do all the wrestling, and I still haven't. Still doing it, so. You are
0: still doing something. You are still doing it. <laughs> um, I like that. You never quit, you just resigned. <laughs> um it's a political aspect. You worked for a mayor, right? Yeah. Uh so you worked for you were a receptionist, you worked in the mayor's office during the during the day. You're like a superhero. You worked there yeah. during during the day, and that night you you don your uh your ring attire. And you go and in battle, uh, in the in the squared circle at, at night. How? I mean, I can't even fathom that. That, I mean, I I guess I can, because nobody should be judged. But but it just seems so weird to me. Like, this is the mayor in, in Philly. Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Was yeah. he a was he a a, a wrestling fan?
1: Yeah, he has a he um when we hosted the 2015 no, I'm I'm lying to you. The Rumble. Royal Rumble, yeah. It wasn't In Philly. it was a different Royal Rumble though. It wasn't the 2015
0: one. No, it um, was um I
1: think it was 2 years later.
0: Yeah. Something like that.
1: Yeah, um so we hosted it. Bailey and Mark Henry came to our office. Oh. And um we got a bunch of cool little swag. They gave him a huge replica belt and it's still hanging up in his office to this day
0: wow so he was a a fan so that makes sense that makes sense how he was behind you and supported you
1: yeah and
0: that's awesome that's so interesting
1: i had a really i i lucked out i really really lucked out because i'm a lot of i know there's a lot of people who wrestle and they're their shoot jobs don't even know they do it or their shoot jobs are very reluctant about it. Mine was like, as long as you don't get hurt, yeah. we're behind you. Yeah. They let, they take, they let me take a two month leave to go to Japan. Like they've always stuck. They've always stuck by me.
0: I I like the fact that you use the word shoot job. Cause I've been trying to crowbar that into every interview I do. Uh, I think it was uh, <laughs> uh ref. I want to say it was the ref Ryan T Ryan turret mm-hmm. or maybe Somebody else we had on here said shoot job, and I just fell in love with it. And uh, yeah, awesome. So okay, so Japan, yeah. So they let you go over to Japan now. Okay, so now we're gonna we're gonna enter some waters that I don't know how you feel about or how I, I feel about, but we're gonna try it anyways. So you went over to Japan, uh, and that is is where you got. I guess how I would say it. Uh, you know, your big break and you you had a singles match with uh, Hannah Kimura over in Japan. Yeah. What was that experience like and how did it impact you? And is there anything else you'd like to say on it or Should not say?
1: Um, no, it's I I'm an open book about Hannah because she was yeah. my opponent and she was my friend. so um i've said it before Yep. you know she she passed that's my favorite match of all time that i've ever had was the one with her when we found out that we were having a singles match she came up to me and like like, held my hand and she was like i'm so honored and excited to have a match with you and she said this in perfect english and i basically was like are you kidding me you're you're excited, girl. You have no idea how excited right. I am about this. And I was nervous because this was my sixth match overall that I've ever had in front of human beings in a crowd. Right. So so I was nervous um, for that. And I was nervous because Hanna is just was just an incredible performer. She was amazing. Yeah. And she was much younger than me too.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and I was intimidated by her. <laughs> not only by her just beauty, but by her, by her skill and her athleticism and her charisma, but she took care of me and I took care of her and we hugged and then sat together on the bus back home together. Um, cause it was in Osama, no, it was in Nagoya, which is about four and a half hours away from Tokyo, which is where we were. And, um, she was funny and I felt very comfortable with her. I've, I had a total of I think two or three matches with her out there. The other two were singles were, were taxi matches with to to. Um, Those were just wild fun. I mean, we just had so much fun with it. And uh, she was the girl that spoke the most English. So she was the one that us foreigners got the closest to. And I I was always so excited to see her again. So I'm like, I'm still pretty bummed out about everything. Yeah. Um, she's, she's missed, she's deeply missed.
0: Yeah, when when uh, she is deeply missed, and she was a uh, a sight to behold, and her smile, her in ring performance. I mean, you you did it a lot of justice. What you said to her, and when when I was researching you, I was like, oh, that was that's one of her first matches that she loved to put her on the map, especially when you came back to the states, yeah. and I was like, but every podcast i had listened to you in researching i was like oh they've all you know they've all been before a certain time and and i i wasn't quite sure i didn't know how i wanted to touch on it and i
1: understand
0: and i i thought you did it justice and uh and i appreciate your honesty and open bookness for that yeah so thank you very much um so we'll, we'll switch gears And, um, you, now you've had, you've had, um, from what I've heard and what I've read is that you picked up wrestling quickly. Uh, that's, that's what I've been hearing that you picked it up quickly. Um, things like stardom, things like women of honor. Now, okay. So you were at, you can help me with this. You were at ring of honor slash woman of honor when they first were coming out. With their heavyweight championship, I believe, yeah, what is that like to be in a in a promotion that is now like establishing a women's brand with a heavyweight championship, and you're at you're at the building blocks of that
1: yeah, I was in the first ever yeah qualifying match for that title, like the first match that ever mentioned that title I was in it. <gasps> Um, against bone saw jesse brooks
0: what's that uh, she like?
1: beat the living hell out of me so <laughs> she'd be hell out of me and it was awesome because it was in philly <laughs> and it was my first singles match with ring of honor with women of honor um and it just it's so a shame because they were just about to bring that title back because it was with kelly klein and she had to vacate it yeah um for a certain reason mm-hmm. and um she uh so they were just about to bring it back and then the damn COVID-19 struck and (laughs) that away from all of us. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll do it. I'm sure that that the tournament will come back, but that tournament was going to be in Philly and that would have just been a sight to behold. I wasn't in the tournament, but I would have, I would have gone to show support and, and see the girls and stuff because a lot of my friends were, were slated to be in the tournament. Uh, and you know, I'm sure probably sometime next year they'll do it or maybe they'll do it without an audience. I don't know. Um, I hope they do because that's a beautiful title. It's a really cute belt. It's like a, it's like a freaking cute belt. I would love to have it.
0: Um, it is, it is a very cute belt. Um, because, <laughs> uh,
2: it,
0: where, where we are, I'm in upstate New York and the only ring of honor we get on quote unquote TV, whether it's not, uh, uh the subscription, but over the air cable, it's called a uh, stadium, and uh my daughter's sometimes I'll flip to there and we'll all watch ring of honor and uh we've seen it it was a while ago but we've seen it And, and my 7-year-old goes daddy can you buy me that because you know you buy that I buy them the the replica you know women's belt WWE the replica this replica mm-hmm. that and she goes dad I want that belt and I was like well you got to go train for that one sweetie I can't I, yeah. can't, I can't go into target and buy it. For you,
1: uh, if only you could. If it's only a really, I it's could. a nice belt. Ring of Honor has really nice belts.
0: I agree. I think yeah. they have phenomenal looking championship belts from the, from their yeah. their men's heavyweight championship now to to like when Samoa Joe held it. Pfft. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um. Oh, where was I going to go? Oh, did you have a tryout for the WWE? Yeah, I did. It How'd was
1: that uh, June twenty twenty eighteen was when I had my tryout it was so much fun. it was very intimidating, but it was it ended up being a lot of fun. I'm still friends with a bunch of the people that were at that tryout um and it's been almost it's been two years and it was a blast uh, very difficult, very trying but altogether it was like doing a boot camp and you kind of you know you make bonds during times like that with people and um I must have made a good impression because I've been used for extra work
0: it, yeah. a bunch of
1: times after that so so, so they've continued to use me, which is great.
0: That is good. And you know, you keep yeah. your foot in the door and whatnot. Is that like how does that work? Like, is that a tryout for like the performance center, for NXT, for the May Young yeah. Classic at that time, like, or just an overall? It's thing. just
1: an overall what what they can find what they want to use you for. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I think from that tryout, Chelsea Green was signed, Robert Stone was signed. Um, forgive me, I don't remember their names. It's the a tag team. Um, yeah, two comments? white guys. No, 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 uh, two two guys. Uh, they've been featured just. They've only been featured a few times on TV, um, <sighs> and I'm forgetting their tag name.
2: But I they were like signed them.
1: from that tryout, and yeah, I mean, like we got a few good eggs in that tryout which is which is awesome and i think two of the girls that were there got used it evolve, if i'm not mistaken
0: yeah um Hi.
1: so yeah we had a good bunch in that tryout it was um oh brandy um brandy lauren was at that tryout oh he was there uh yeah it was it was stacked
0: miss joey janella
1: yeah miss joey Jan- isn't that her? I don't know how he pulled that. that. <laughs>
0: right. Good for him. Good for him. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Good for Joey Janela. Oh. I don't
1: get Penelope Ford and then her what?
0: K- and Kip? Right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shame on us. We shouldn't be doing that. No. Let's stop. <laughs> Although L.S.G scored somebody I mean, I've I've also outkicked my coverage. But um that's a football term, I guess. Maybe nobody gets that, but, um, your character, whether it's people in the chat here tonight on Twitch or anybody that we, we push it out to YouTube or any of the podcast platforms, why don't you give us a little insight on, uh, you know, Gabby Ortiz on your character style and, you know, just overall characterist overall character, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's as simple as saying it. It's me turned up to like a hundred. Excellent,
0: because that was my next question. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's I'm so I'm just able to take myself and and my slight cockiness and a little bit of my little narcissism that I'm totally totally okay with admitting I have and and applying it to my wrestling and to my character and when I get in the ring. Because if I didn't use that, I don't think I'd be confident enough to even step foot in a ring. To be honest with you. So sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it and that's a lot of gabby ortiz and a lot of the gift of gab um and you can see that a lot of my heel work um trying to do cool shit in the ring and it doesn't work out for me <laughs> and um and um and my face work it's a lot of just your standard cute baby face stuff that i yeah. can that i can win a crowd over with which is a lot of who i actually am like in my heart of hearts
0: like <laughs> But when what I'm do you like, prefer you know, at
1: to my be job being a good person? What do you prefer yeah. to be? Yeah.
0: You prefer, oh, to be a... I prefer
1: to be a heel every, every, every single day. Everybody loves
0: could, to I be would. a heel. Being oh, a heel yeah, is it's the best. yeah, so much fun. Right?
2: It's the best. It's the best. Uh,
0: who's the heel in the face in you and LSG's relationship?
1: I'm heel. <laughs> no, actually right now he's a little bit of the heel.
0: Is oh. I'm. I'm
1: Right now, at the, at this moment, but for the most part, I'm the heel. I'm like I'm I'm a little snippy, and the the boy has never raised his voice at me once in his in in our relationship. Never once has he raised his voice at me. So, but I've I've raised my voice. I'm Puerto Rican, so yeah. sometimes I just can't handle it. <laughs> um, I can't help it. So, uh, definitely, I would take the heel for for most of our relationship.
0: Um, what's it like being? I I mean I, I don't know anything about any anything wrestling related but but what what's it is it difficult to be in a relationship with another wrestler? I, I mean is that um, even a question? Not if you
1: like them. Right. I mean, like <laughs> is that even
0: a question? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like is,
1: is, I, I when I first got in they, they told me like like, Bubba Ray told me to my face, like, don't ever date anybody in the business. And I was already, like, super into LSG. And I was, like, uh, too late, buddy. This is the person and, who's
0: dating Velvet Sky. Literally. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, you know, um, which I was already super into. And we weren't dating yet, but I was, like, I had a super big crush on him because we went to the same school. Uh, it's It has its moments, but every relationship does. Yeah. But it's honestly never been wrestling that's gotten between us it's like actual real life shit like yeah, when are like we getting together like when human is, people you know you know like like regular regular mm-hmm. regular people like our schedule's not working out together like things like that and um if you genuinely just like the person and want to spend time with them and want to make it work you'll make it work but if not you know you'll use the excuse like oh it was wrestling that put us apart <laughs> like like him and i have never been with another wrestler it's always just been him and i together so, we never like dated around in the business. It's always just been him and I, which I'm very proud and happy to say.
0: Awesome. Who'd win in a match?
1: Yeah, he would. He's really good.
0: Have you been in intergender matches before?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Would you like to be in a match with LSG?
1: Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to, <laughs> There's I've always a heel. Wanted to- <laughs> He's so he is so like not an intergender match person. No. Um, no he just isn't. I, mean, I can't remember if tag, I asked him that
0: question or not. I usually ask everyone he, that question, but I don't know. Yeah,
1: he um he had an intergender match. I think the only one he's ever had that wasn't a mixed tag or an intergender tag with me as his tag partner was with Kimberly, and this was like years ago. Um and he hates it. And not because of Kimberly, not because it's because he just he just doesn't like it. It's just something he just personally yeah. isn't comfortable doing. And I respect that 100%. But um, the next, if he ever has another intergender match, it has to be with me. And if it's with another girl, I'll be pissed. I'll be <laughs> just as pissed as if he cheated on me or something. Oh, what it would feel like. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Sometimes it happens. I doubt it will, though. So,
0: Were you were, were you at his match this past, uh, was it best past weekend? Maybe the, yeah, this past weekend. Uh, no, yeah, it percentage. was this past
1: weekend, No. I was getting my hair done. So.
0: Well, it looks great. It,
1: it took, it took, thank you. <laughs> it took a little bit of precedent over going to his match. I've been to so many of his matches, um, and I'll be at so many more of his matches. Yeah. So it's like, I'll I'll live to see well, the one. salon it's open, okay.
0: I mean, you you had to get to that.
1: Right? I you know what? Truthfully, I'll t- I'll be completely candid with you. I was locked away in a mental hospital for 2 weeks before that. I came out with the shittiest looking hair. I was like I need to go. Like for the really? moment, they're ready to see me.
0: Yeah. COVID hit you that hard, huh?
1: COVID hit me like a motherfucker, dude. Oh <laughs> like hit me like a truck. And a bunch of other stuff happened that like really messed me up in the head and um I just had to go somewhere safe and somewhere that yeah. um, that they kept that they could keep an eye on me. Where my dad didn't have to worry about it. Where Geo didn't, LSG didn't have yeah. to worry about me, and um, it was the right thing for me to do. And then when I got out, I felt I felt more in control of myself. I felt more powerful and better. So it was a good choice for me to do that. And, and also, I got my hair done. and It looks really good. You but. Got your hair done,
0: <laughs> you know. And I, I honestly, I love your your openness and your candidness, and I, I can feel it. It exudes through through this webcam. Mm -hmm. uh i i greatly appreciate what you what you just said and and i think i think we can take something away from this i think more like you said like like that was the best place for you
2: yeah
0: and you so i i mean correct me if i'm wrong but you you knew you needed to be there you need to be there so uh you know for yourself uh the best place so you're you, you know so your dad didn't have to worry about you. So LSG didn't have to worry about you. Like, that's a, that's inspirational. And, and I think you need to, to spread that word to others, you know. It's yeah. mental health. Mental health is, is I mean, that's part of my shoot job as well, you know. So. I what mean, do you do? I, I work uh, with school-aged children with autism. Um, oh, okay so they're probably 7th 8th graders so there's a lot of um i mean they have autism but a lot of their stuff is mental health like i am I'm, I'm helping them with with social skills the way they they think about themselves the way they look about themselves it's it's tough it's a lot and and then before where i work now i worked at an emotionally disturbed program for uh school age kids and older and it's it's just it's just tough it's just tough yeah so uh i i don't even know where to go from here but i i like your your candidness and i i think the fact that you're you're so open uh you're so aware and i think that's one of the hardest things especially uh in 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 this it's it's hard to be aware that, that that's what you need. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. I'm saying. I don't, I don't know what I'm no, saying. No,
1: it is hard. It is hard. Um was
0: uh, it was it, it
1: took a
2: Go ahead.
0: I was gonna say, was it go well, you said it, it took a lot. did COVID has it always been something? Um Yeah. It, okay. Okay. And then COVID yeah, just kind of
1: something that yeah, it was always something I was able to
0: manage. distract myself yeah. from
1: and manage. And manage because I always had so much going on. I mean, like wrestling, mayor's office, boyfriend, family. I mean, there was always, I was never not busy with something. Um, And then finally everything sort of stopped and I was able to just reflect on a lot of things and a lot of my flaws and a lot of things that I maybe have missed out on. And thought about my mom a lot and it really just all got to me and sort of just hit me like a ton of bricks and um, I realized and my family knew that it was it was a good idea for me to go somewhere and, and be seen by by professionals yeah. because it was something that I just couldn't manage myself anymore, which is okay. And um, and I was when I put it out there that I was away for a little bit, um, I was really surprised by the response that I got and by the personal message that I got from people asking me like how I got not the courage, but I really didn't have the courage. I was scared to death. Um, how I got through it and how they can get through it. And people you wouldn't even think had any problems like that. People that are just, that just exude sunshine and positive energy. And it's just like, sometimes those kind of people need it the most, you know, cause they're, they're just giving so much energy to everybody else. They're not leaving any for themselves.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that's, that's a, I'm, I'm, that's a great story. And I, I thank you for sharing it. Um, oh. It's, it's inspirational really to, to inspirational in, in the fact that you knew that's what you needed and that's what you, you you knew it, your family knew it, everyone else knew it and that's what, what you did. And and now look, you're here and you got your hair done and you look great.
1: And I
0: got my hair done. I got my SpongeBob shirt on, and I'm feeling great. <laughs> you <got your> sp- <laughs> I couldn't tell what it was. I knew it was like a blue, yellowish. I got these cool. I want to look professional. Sunglasses on. Yeah. So it's SpongeBob. Awesome. <laughs> um. Uh. All right. So where 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 do I want to go from here? Let's go to uh, some of the quote unquote uh, off wrestling topic things. Um. You're a proponent of, or maybe you were, maybe you're not anymore. I don't know. Um, having a union in wrestling unionize mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You still, you still on that train? Um,
1: sometimes yes. Sometimes no. I think there's a lot of professional wrestlers that, that are in the business that won't be able to manage being in a union because there are like fees and stuff Right. that, um, that I think might get a little bit overwhelming for people, including myself. Yeah. Uh, but I think it would protect us a lot. Um, and I think those fees have, Merit and reason um, to protect us from a business that is very dangerous. Yes. Um,
2: I mean, yeah. that's
1: why electricians are in unions because their because un- their jobs very dangerous, um, and they need advocates. And I think in professional wrestling, each one of us is our own advocate, and sometimes we don't have those tools to be our own advocate. Um, and that's what a union is for.
0: Yes, it is. I I found it very interesting I don't remember what it was another podcast you had mentioned it and I was like you know I've heard people talk about unionizing wrestling before but they were all like like a WWF guy at the time or whatnot. I've never heard somebody um, although you've been in uh, you're in Ring of Honor you've been there um, I've never heard somebody uh, quote unquote on the independent scene mention something like that and then I was like well wait a minute, it's kinda of like the Screen Actors Guild. Like there's an there's an overall Screen Actors Guild for all actors and actresses. Yep. And like this is this is basically what she's saying.
2: Yep. And, and, exactly. And
0: I thought that was interesting and that plays into your your theat, theat- theatrical background. <laughs> yes. I can't yeah. speak at times.
1: I just think it's a way to protect us. Yeah, um, I agree. We're vi- we're a very unprotected minority.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I mean, I mean, geez, we could we could get into all the aspects oh, yeah. of, of stuff, but that's that's a whole nother show, and that's something I don't even I don't even want to dive into at all. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it shouldn't be dived into, but I, mm-hmm. I don't want to dive into it. All right. Let's cheer things up. Um, my daughters love wrestling. They're into gymnastics. They watch women's wrestling. Is there any... They're 11 and 7. I'm not going to count the 3-year-old. They're 11 and 7. Um, are there any advice or tips you would give my daughters if they wanted to pursue wrestling? They're 11 and 7. What what would you suggest?
1: Stay close to dad. <laughs>
0: Stay close to dad. That's right. Cause I watch hardcore matches. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: I just, I think if I didn't have my dad by my side the whole time, I wouldn't have been able to make it.
0: The support. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank That's
1: you. That's my advice. I mean, not everybody gets, not everybody gets that privilege to have Papa around all the time. Yeah.
0: So no, you're right.
1: Take advantage of it.
0: You're right. Um, Wow, that, that just literally just hit me like a wave of bricks. Like, wow. I'm, so thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so the world of, of independent wrestling, the world of wrestling in general got halted. Um, around March 13th, I think it was Friday the 13th. We're going to get started back up here. We already have slowly gotten started back up. When we get back into the swing of things, and let's hope we do, because good lord i can't be in this house anymore with all these women
2: oh
1: man
0: um what 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 are some goals for gabby ortiz as the wrestler and as the person have fun just enjoy it right.
1: enjoy every moment soak it all up and um if i get that paper that 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 signs me over to one of the companies. Great, good, awesome. I'll be happy with it. If not, I'll be okay. Um, I just want to have fun with it again and really, really enjoy myself.
0: Where could you see yourself? I mean, I've seen you in Ring of Honor. I've seen you, you know, in Wimber of Honor. I've watched some of your matches. Uh, I watched a match first. Uh, It was you versus Melina. And good Lord, it was phenomenal. You liked it. I did like it. I did. I like Ma- I like Melina a lot. Um, I love her. Yeah, and I'm disappointed. I'm not disappointed. I guess that's the wrong words. I it, it sucks that this happened and in the NWA has has halted as well because she was doing some good stuff over there as well, and yeah. uh, I I think Melina is extremely underrated as a wrestler. So, I enjoyed the match thoroughly. Thank you. Um, so you should be proud of yourself with that, but wh- where are your goals? Where, where could, where would you like to see yourself? I know you said wherever, but is there a, a place, a landing point you would prefer?
1: I think be- because I have like all my friends and a bunch of people, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, that's the, good the go puff guy.
0: <laughs> that's all right.
1: Uh, decline okay great
0: Whoa. i should be back hello what Sorry did about you that. say it's the the what guy
1: okay so in philly and ben salem there's a, a delivery service called gopuff okay and it was originally to deliver like bongs and hookah pipes to people nice but now they deliver things like cooking oil and nerd <laughs> ropes and sprites which is what i got <laughs> it uh, he just delivered our stuff, so. <laughs> <We're making> brownies. <laughs> Not special brownies, we're just making regular brownies. Yes, no
0: safety colors, meanings. So. No, there, no safety meanings, no edible brownies. It's Sprite, what'd you say, Sprite?
1: Sprite, a nerd rope, some jalapeno poppers, and some cooking oil. Yes,
0: that's right. So what, no, was, my, what was my, what was my, what was my question again? I got thrown off now.
1: What, I, where I want to end up. Yes. Um, I would yes. like to be at, I would like to be at AEW. My gear designer's there and I really miss her. She can't make gear for me anymore. So I would like for her to make gear for me again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they need women wrestlers. You should challenge Hikiro Shida. She, she asked for it.
1: I'm, I would do it in like two seconds, man. Like that would, that'd be legit. That'd be so awesome.
0: Uh, that would be great. That would be, I mean, I mean, I don't see, I just want I just I just want, I, like, I want I want Ring of Honor back. I want MLW back. I want the NWA back. I mean, I could get on this all day. I'm ready. I'm ready. But I'm also ready to be safe, too. Like Yeah. You know, it's tough and whatever. Whatever. Um anyways, what I'd like to do at the end of every show, Gabby, you've been phenomenal. <laughs> what was the name of that place again? The Huff and Puff?
1: Go Puff.
0: Go Puff. Go Puff. Yeah, I'll definitely be looking them up. You should
1: see if it's. You should see if it's available in your area. (laughs) Yeah, uh, right. Pretty convenient. There's a bit of a. There's a bit of an upcharge, but that is for any delivery service. You can literally get anything. I mean, like pregnancy tests, if you want them. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, you can get anything delivered. It's crazy.
0: Hair spray. Good Lord Almighty. Um. (laughs) 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 What I like to do at the end of every show is is give the proverbial mic to yourself. You can put anything you want over anything. You can bury anybody. You can say whatever you want. When I gave the mic to LSG, he had a phenomenal message. But the mic's yours, girl. And and say whatever you want. I will not interrupt. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So my first thing I would say is it's okay not to be okay in an unprecedented time like this. Everything is super crazy weird. And... um we all just need to be here for each other, even if it's at a distance. And I'm sure I sound like a freaking Amazon commercial, but it's true. Mm -hmm. Um, The professional wrestling world, independent professional wrestling world is starting back up again. And we have always been the Island of misfit toys. That's why we're starting up and why no other independent league is starting up. (laughs) Um, So uh, I have a show July 24th in ocean gate, New Jersey with Titan championship wrestling goddess of war. I'm very excited for that. It's my first match back against holiday. If you're in the area, Ooh, come and join us. It's uh $15 and it's bring your own chair and bring your own, whatever else you want to bring,
0: bring so, your, um, your own go puff.
1: Bring your own go puff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just, uh, be safe and enjoy the rest of your summer the way that you possibly can.
0: Awesome. Gabby, I had a lot of fun tonight. You were Me open. You're honest. Uh, The same thing with LSG, man. He was great, too. And uh, the next time you see him, tell him I said hi. Uh, I'll
1: give him a big kiss for you.
0: Oh, please do. (laughs) Please do. And uh, have yourself a wonderful night. I heard you talking to, uh, I think, a housemate?
1: Yeah, it's my friend. My my friend and her girlfriend.
0: All right. Tell them I said thank you for allowing me to interrupt the the night.
1: He said thanks, guys. And gave you a thumbs up. <laughs> awesome.
0: Have yourself a wonderful night, and we'll hopefully see uh, see more of you in the future.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, later. Thank you, Gabby. Bye. Bye. Thanks. That was awesome. That. that was awesome, right, Vanessa? I had fun. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. <laughs> with regret you're watching putting you over.